Welcome back to another episode of the Corporate Cowboys Podcast. This is another 30-minute consult for you. Consider it a therapy session of sorts. Some catharsis will be involved. I get a lot of folks are stuck in the corporate war. They're running and gunning. They don't know what to do. They're trying to become the best version of themselves and move like corporate cowboys. Today's proof of life, this is Monday. Monday, February 6, 2023. Kicking ass, taking names, slitting throats, digging graves. <laughs> Damn, Alex, not even a minute in. Today's question, we're going to do this quick. We're just going to fucking plow through it, is coming from r slash career guidance. We're going to barrel through it. Yeah, barrel through it sounds better. r slash career guidance is asking us who attends performance reviews. You know what a performance review is? It's essentially an evaluation of your work. If you work at a uh, at a competent company, if management is competent enough, if they hold themselves out to be leaders, more likely than not, they'll have a program that helps, that aids with professional development and assist you in becoming a better version of what they want you to be, right? If you're not taking it in your, into your own hands to improve how you work, to be more productive, more creative, more innovative, to shake the right hands and get known by the right people, you know, to get your name in the right places, then these companies have a lane have a lane for you to uh, walk down, have a path that they can lead you down and develop you how they see fit in their eyes. That's a performance review. They let you know what you're doing right. They let you know what you're doing wrong, what you can change, how you can change it. I mean, if it's a thorough, if it's a thorough review inside and out, Typically, they're going to give you the pros, the cons, weaknesses, strengths, advantages, disadvantages, and opportunities, opportunities, right? It won't just be a session for them to, to rail on you, how you're fucking up your work. But if you socialize enough, you'll be able to discuss with them the advantages and disadvantages, how that impacts the company, how that impacts the entity. And in that way, you'll know how the changes you make in your performance also affect the organization. That's a performance review. Okay, so this question is asking then, who attends them? Typically, you might have them once a year, at the minimum, if you're having performance reviews less frequent than once a year, like if multiple years go by and you have not had a performance review, somebody somewhere is dropping the ball. I've seen places have performance review twice a year or once a quarter. That's four times a year. Depending on how intensive the work is, four times a year is sufficient. Unless you're meeting month after month, right? If the frequency that you meet, <clears throat> typically, 
the frequency at which you meet at is going to relate somehow in some way to your business cycle. Yes. So if your business cycle is counted in quarters, expect to meet at least once a year, if not four times a year, maybe three times a year, right? Because that, that gives us equal partitions in the beginning and the end, at least three times a year. So who attends these performance reviews? Typically, typically those individuals who are watching directly over your, uh, over your work, those individuals that you report to, sometimes their managers or individuals adjacent to them. Picture yourself in the hierarchy, the organizational hierarchy. In this particular situation, you are at the bottom. Yeah, because you report up. And so that individual, that department, maybe it's a department, not a specific individual, that department that you report up to, they send a representative to your performance review. Someone that has worked with you frequently, someone who can attest to your work quality, someone who can attest to your professional demeanor, someone who can attest to opportunities for your professional development. Rarely, rarely will you get anybody two, two rungs up, rarely. Though it's possible, it's still possible, depending on how important on how impactful your job is, you may get those individuals from higher up. It's not, it's not unheard of. Typically though, you get the one you immediately report to and somebody adjacent to them who still qualifies as your quote manager. And together, like I, like I said before, if they are competent enough, they will guide you through your professional review, through your performance review on how to improve, how to become better, so on and so forth. Now, the body of this question is essentially asking that. Who shows up and how to plan for it? The body says, who attends performance reviews? I have a solid line manager who I officially report to, as well as a dotted line manager and multiple stakeholders in other departments who I support. Mm, okay, okay. So they they introduce a little complexity here because they also they don't report to, but they work with. They they might collaborate with other departments on specific tasks or projects. It says here, my boss scheduled my performance review and invited my dotted line manager. My dotted line manager is inexperienced and I suspect he is using my review as a coaching session for her. Okay, that's not, it's nothing crazy yet, right? If your dotted line manager is inexperienced in managing people, maybe your manager is walking them through the paces of how to review employees. 
nothing crazy yet. It says here, I am really uncomfortable with having a third person, a third person present, especially since my boss and I don't really get along. And this has the potential to turn into a pile on session. That's in quotes, a pile on session that they're just going to dogpile them and say, you're a shit employee and you won't improve and you keep fucking dropping the ball and you're incompetent. They're just piling on a lot of the weaknesses, a lot of the disadvantages without really giving them the opportunity to flesh out to flesh out the actual development. That's, that's what I'm getting at, to flesh out the actual opportunities to improve. It says here, do I have any rights to respect that only my boss and I are present? Do I have any, do I have any rights to request, though, to request? Do I have any rights? Do I have any rights to request that only my boss and I are present? I'm gonna say no, no. If, if they're on a tier higher than yours, like if they invited your coworker to your performance review, unless the entire team, right? If it was like for a project, unless the entire team is present, that's gotta be some type of, maybe not a, a legal violation, but an ethical violation. Still, you wanna know how to prepare yourself, how to best prepare yourself so that when you go into this performance review, they've got nothing on you, at least nothing negative. They've only got good things to say about you. <clears throat> What's that entail? That requires you, you to actually have done something positive, a net positive for the company. You should have acted a professional. You should have been productive, innovative, creative. Your colleagues should speak marvels of you. If you show up late consistently, yeah, they'll have something to start with and they'll pull on that thread until they walk back, trace back all, all the way to your non-productivity. They will find a way to rationalize you being late for why the company is taking a dip in the third quarter and, and put it on you. They will pile that on you. I mean, don't be too surprised. People get railroaded all the time, right? If they can find something to uh, dock you a couple of professional professionalism points, right? If they can find anything, especially if you claim to already not get along. I don't know how that happens. But if they've got an imbalance, something that causes them to act negatively towards you, and there's no way you can supersede that that shadow that they're casting on you, right? If it's just going if I mean if the review was only with your manager with your boss, you may be shit out of luck because they can doctor whatever performance reviews they put together and send them up the pipeline. But 
but because there's going to be a third party present there and they're being trained, it's probably in your best interest to act right. If you've been a shit employee, you can, you can, you can expect, at least expect a shit review. Can't expect to be a shitty ass employee and then get mad <laughs> when everybody who's whose work has been affected because of your shit contribution shows up to your performance review to bury your bitch ass. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. So they're asking here if they have any rights to request, dude, it, you're well within your right to request it. Right. But whether or not they respect your request, because that's what it comes down to. You, if you, if it was an actual legal right, you wouldn't have to request it. If yeah, it would just be automatic. It's a right. Otherwise, they'd be in violation of it, right? Right. <laughs> All right. Okay. <clears throat> let's uh, let me uh, let me tackle. Oh, look, there's two comments only. Let me let me go ahead and read this comment real quick because it's the only one here, and it'll give me an opportunity to. Uh, to uh, take a step back, take a step back and, and critique the comment, if anything, because we already know, we already know if you're moving, if you're operating as a corporate cowboy, you are moving professionally, right? What complaints could you possibly be expecting to field? If, if you've dropped the ball, if you've dropped the ball, really shit the bed on a project or lost a client, then you could expect that to come up. But if it's just something personal you claim that you claim that you and your boss don't really get along i wonder why i wonder why and then whether or not your fear of it being a pile on session wh whether that fear is 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 founded if it's a sound and, and a reasonable fear if it's a legitimate fear You've got to wonder whether you've got to ask yourself whether or not it's even worthwhile sticking around if the boss is trying to bury you by piling on bullshit. Again, this is these are questions you need to ask of yourself given the situation that you're in. Beyond that, beyond that. This this comment here says <clears throat> If you have multiple managers, it makes sense for both to be there and provide feedback and hear your feedback. This is not unusual in matrix organizations. I like that the word of that. I like the use of that term, matrix organizations. I call them hierarchical organizations, but matrix organizations makes it sound like it's more interconnective. And I did allude to that when I said if you uh, work across departments, if you've handled tasks and projects for other managers, you, you may expect them to send a representative to vouch for your good work or to vouch for, <laughs> to attest to your shit work, right? But as far as like colleagues that are immediately lateral to you, that are immediately next to you or even subordinates, I mean, it's rare. It's, it's rare that an organization is that transparent where they bring in subordinates to give you feedback on your professional development, right? Typically in a situation like that, the more than likely just ask for uh, or distribute some kind of survey to get their opinion that way. 
They're not going to go out of their way and, and actually haul them into your performance reviews when they have their performance to be worrying about. So it says here, that's not unusual. This is not unusual to have multiple managers in a matrix organization and those managers to show up in your performance reviews. Okay, that's not unusual. It says, it continues, I would recommend just going with it. So what if they pile on? Question mark. I mean, I, I wouldn't go with it. I would go with it up until they piled on. And then if you as a professional see that they're piling on and it's not justified, I would shoot back. What the fuck? Like they're piling on. They're trying to bury you for whatever reason. Maybe it's because they woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Fuck all of that. You bury them. But for that to happen, you need to prepare yourself. You need to have walked in an ace, an ace in the fucking pocket. Nothing ill could be said about you. Again, I, I mentioned if you're a shit employee and you show up late every day, you're inconsistent with your work quality, you drop the bag consistently, <laughs> don't expect to, uh, to, to have a valid defense when it comes time to have to defend yourself. This is, this is all work that goes into it before the performance review even happens. This is actual professional development. If you've developed yourself sufficiently as a professional, then they've got no grounds to try and pile up on you. I mean, other than this personal beef bullshit that you claim you have between yourself and your manager, that you claim to have with your manager, with your boss, right? Continuing, it says, so what if they pile on? They can't take away your birthday. What the fuck is this? <laughs> they can't. Oh, this is... It says, so what if they so what if they pile on? They can't take away your birthday? Just listen and take the feedback. No, fuck all of that. What? Continuing, it's not it's not done yet. It says here, if you don't get along with your boss, consider either changing your behavior to get along or finding another job. How do you expect to progress in your career if you're an adversary to the people who decide? whether to give you a raise or promote you. And while that makes sense, while that may make sense, why the fuck would I want to make friends? Why, would I, why the fuck would I want to be friends with someone who doesn't like me, might have a personal issue with me, who might take personal offense to the way I work, to my former professionalism? Right. And again, I mentioned it, even if it's some kind of mental imbalance and, 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 uh, I don't know, I'm wearing, even if it's something unreasonable, I'm going to be the most reasonable. If I'm wearing like a yellow button up that day and they come at me different because they have yellow phobia. What, what the fuck is that? That one called something. I forgot what it's called. But they have uh, some type of imbalance. I'm going to take advantage of that. I'm going to call them out on that. Because that to me is bullshit. And so why wouldn't I? <clears throat> it says here, 
to either change your behavior or find another job, you don't have to change your behavior. Again, unless unless you're a shit employee and they're railing on you, they're piling on you because you've been a shit employee, then yeah, maybe it's time to fucking button up, to, to fucking tighten up on the work quality and, and your deliveries because it's affecting your professional image. But finding another job, I mean, you should always be looking. You should always, you should never not be looking, right? Taking, even taking interviews, you should, should always be scoping the scene on what's available out there. And the OP is actually the one who responds to this. This is, I guess, the second comment. The OP responds to this and says, one is the dotted line manager, though. I, I don't know what that dotted line manager means. I should probably Google it, but I'm going to assume that on paper, they're the manager. It says here, I don't report to her. She's useless. Not comfortable with her being there. Should be a private discussion. <laughs> this person's use of sentences, this person's use of sentence structure leads me to believe that they're not confident. It's not that they're not competent. It's that they are not competent in their performance. Otherwise, they'd walk into this performance review and yeah, I would just go with it until this bitch, right? Because now we've learned that that the dotted line manager is a bitch. If this bitch tries to pile on, you fire back. You need to go into the performance review armed with knowledge or something similar, right? But as I've mentioned before, there's always a last resort. You want to go in with... With the, with the first alternative and or the last result. But the first alternative is going to be knowledge. You want to walk in armed with the kind of knowledge that will free you up from any bind that this manager might try to throw you under. Any bus that this manager might try to roll you under. Otherwise, what, what more have you got to lose other than your immediate position. Maybe not your reputation, but that all depends on you, on how you conduct yourself at work with your colleagues and associates. So yeah, definitely be mindful of that. Do you have any rights to request? I mean, request it all you want. What You being comfortable with other people there Probably not something that your manager cares about because it's not your comfort level that's being evaluated. It's your performance, right? So you've got to take the idea out of your mind that you should be comfortable. In reality, I mean, they don't care if you're comfortable or not. I mean, ideally... It would just be those individuals that you've worked closest with and that they can attest to your work performance and can provide the feedback that you want, the feedback that you're looking for. But if, as you're saying, there's a manager in training, I mean, maybe they haven't been walked through or haven't been given a, a mock performance review. Again, I don't know what the setup is like in, in your organization. 
But typically in, in situations like that, new managers are, new managers are given uh, mock exercises with employees or with their managers to be able to assess to be able to assess their competency as a manager who has to give a performance review. Just like a hiring manager had to be trained on how to interview specifically with the company's needs and qualifications. So uh, a manager also has to be trained on how to conduct performance reviews. I mean, that's not unheard of. In other words, you go in the best version of yourself, right? And even if you don't know if you've been a shit employee, or even if you have been a shit employee, you walk in with confidence, you exude confidence. I've seen employees who are shit employees and yet great colleagues, right? They may be there more so for the vibes. And I'm not knocking, I'm not knocking the hard workers. I'm not knocking the people who, who produce the most value, right? There are still those individuals who contribute the right kind of value at the right time. They're more social butterflies than they are technicians. They're more network specialists than they are engineers. They're more schmoozers than they are lawyers. And yet those people create the right kind of value, create the right kind of corporate culture that you need. Cultivate a reputation with your clients, whether or not you see it on the bottom line. Maybe their billable hours are not as high. And yet the value they bring to the company is immeasurable because folks like working with them. It's a, it's a game of balance. It's a game of balance. You can't drop all the balls. You can drop one or two of the balls. I mean, you can also drop none of them. You could be the consummate professional and be competent in every, in every single area. Then what can they say in the performance reviews? Oh, I don't like Alex. He wears a yellow shirt. He looks like a bitch. <laughs> That's a personal issue. It's got nothing to do with the way I work. It's got nothing to do with, with the way I produce. For all I care, they could go fuck themselves, right? So you shouldn't be worried that somebody else is going to be witness, is going to bear witness to your greatness in this performance review. I mean, the fact that you don't want them there lets me know that you have something to fear. But it also tells me that you've got something to prove. And you better prove yourself. Otherwise, your worst fears may just become reality. And that is being exposed. Whether you want to or not. If you find yourself in a position similar to this, right? You don't know how to proceed. 
you don't know whether or not it's legal or it's right or it's ethical and need help on shaping your professional image because this all comes back to being a professional. Really, a performance review is assessing your level of professionalism in order to determine whether or not they're going to promote you or, or compensate you, give you a raise. Those are all factors. So you want to go in the most prepared, the most competent, and ready, ready to back up the fact that you're better. If not the best, you're better. But that comes back to you knowing the organization you work for, understanding the values. And being able to uh, being able to distinguish yourself from your manager if your manager is not being professional, right? Don't let personal issues get in the way of your professional development. Business is war, and yet business is always personal. But if this person, this your your boss, your manager, is insistent. On fucking around with the personal issues. And not minding their fucking business. As far as professional development. As far as performance reviews. Legitimate performance reviews go. And they just start with the piling on. It lets me know at least that I don't want to work for them. Maybe not for this manager. Because now they're training. They're training your new supervisor. On how to... On who to pile up on and for what reasons. And they'll probably get together at lunch later on and talk shit about you also. And that that just spirals. That just ferments into more bullshit. That's not the business, man. If you need help. If you need a career coaching, career consultation. Don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can find us on Instagram. That's at Corporate Cowboys with a Z. Or on Patreon, you could join us. It's the Corporate Cowboys podcast. And there are multiple tiers. Some of them actually give you more privileges than others. Like questions and answers. Live talks. And uh, yeah, most importantly, I mean, if you want to donate... At all, a dollar, a million, you can do that. There are a couple of uh, money apps floating around, Cash App, Venmo, that sort of thing. By all means, you can do that. Keep this operation, help us keep this operation nonprofit and free. You may have noticed that this episode was a little slower. Nothing wrong with that. It's just that I think you're going in with an unreasonable fear of your performance review. What are you afraid? Are you afraid of your performance? That your performance is going to get trashed? I mean, that ought to make you reconsider whether or not you're performing where you want to be. 
And, um, and beyond that, don't expect any privacy when you're in this organization. Don't. Like I said earlier, I've seen, I've seen subordinates get asked for feedback. Maybe not as far as like inviting them to your performance review, but I've seen subordinates get asked for feedback. I've seen lateral colleagues, right? So colleagues that are on the same level as yourself, in addition to your managers. Don't expect transparency in an organization. You go in a professional, you leave a professional. A consummate professional always. Because if at any point in time you're dropping the ball or you're afraid somebody else is going to expose you for some reason, it's because you're not cultivating you're not cultivating the right professional image. You should always be the most reasonable person. You should strive to be the most reasonable. Cultivate the right professional image. I'll catch y'all next time.